Welcome to the Legends of Llanomora podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Nova. Heyo. Emily. Hello. And Nicole. What's up? We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. In last week's episode, the party heard the full uh, monologue that Kelvin gave to them from the from the phoenix saying that he knows that they are now in the circle of all and that he wants them to say hello to Fen Quill for him. For those of you who are unaware, Fen Quill is the general uh, of the, one of the generals of the unending host and Tasvig Dubey's daughter. They found a ring that was around the phoenix's leg that Drew found and with their powers combined, they figured out that it was a ring of far speech, which lets Kelvin know where the ring is, but the ring doesn't know where Kelvin is, per se. What Saf is trying to do is trying to get Andy, her exo, uh, her arcane armor suit, to, um, to find some sort of triangulation matrix in order to find out where Kelvin is by using this ring of far speech. She's not having a whole lot of luck. It's going to take a little bit of time to do that. If she had the proper data orb, she would be able to do this a lot quicker. So Saf got in touch with Yendak, who got in touch with them. Scar is inquiring Goneleth, the console of the Circle of All, about Amo Tulk, who the party believes it may be within the tree itself. So Goneleth has... Uh, he, he, he's working with the, the druids of Floral to try and talk to the tree and find out if Amotalk is in fact part of the tree. They have gotten through the introductions so far. In the day that they've been here in the middle of the Circle of All, uh, Drew is drinking tea. <laughs> As per usual. Oh, that's right. And she also uh, was able to she uh, ate a, go- a good berry, right? Yeah, she was able to basically uh, what, freebase what a good berry. She, she freeze-dried a good berry. Yes. So it can be used at any point in the future um, and retain its potency, which is pretty I dope. I created the first extended release Xanax. You're welcome. <laughs> the circle of all. It's more of like an Aleve or a Tylenol. Not with the way uh, Karen reacted. I was no. like, unless oh, Karen's right. allergic to it. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. Uh, Karen. That's right. Um, yeah, Goodberries uh, canonically are Xanax <laughs> in this world. I forgot about that. How could I do that? Calvin said something about the the warrior, the general daughter of of uh, Tazvig Duvet was like, he, he was like, you'll see her soon or like say hi for for me or something like that. And uh, so we yeah. thought that she was coming and then Yandex bird with the package hasn't arrived yet. And we thought that that was really weird. And then something, I guess like we found, figured something out from the border or something like that. Yes. Uh, so Calvin said, uh, tell Fen Quill I said hello, all right, uh, at the end of his little thing letting you all know that he knows where you are. Um, so it stands to reason that Fenquil might be on her way if she's not there already. That's right. Uh, Ganoleth did send off a bird to Gizmo Bird to try and get 
these data orbs so that you all can try and figure out where Kelvin is. And then Gonalef got a... He woke up in the middle of the night and he woke you all up and said that there was trouble on the border. And that is where the border of the Circle of All. And that is where we ended last week's episode. So let's jump right in. Gonalef has just opened a tunnel in the the tree. Um, and he says this this will be the fastest way to get to the border. It would take too long over land. Come on. All right, let's go. So you all descend into the tunnel. It's tight quarters. You all can stand fairly comfortably. I mean, Saf obviously can stand comfortably because she's a halfling. <laughs> um, but even Scar with your, your horns, you just have to duck a little bit. And you are now underground. You it, This apparently is a massive root system. The walls of the tunnel itself seem to be made of the roots of the tree, from what you can tell. However, it does look like a passageway, like some sort of corridor. So That's you're so cool. you're going along the, the the length of this tunnel, and it is um, it's quiet. You you can't hear anything. You can't see anything. But it's not like musty or humid or anything like that. It's fairly pre- pleasant. It's like you're just walking down any hallway. Is there enough room for me to like reach for my warhammer and have it like at the ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can. So with you, it, it's the, the four of you. So um, Zapskar, Drew, Gonalef, Asla is also there. Karen is there. Uh, no, Karen's not there. He's still pretty laid out from the, the Goodberry Xanax. Is Sokoba with us? Sokoba is with you, yeah. Okay. Uh, and she has her hood drawn because, you know, she doesn't want to be seen or perceived as Sokoba because she is who she is. So, any questions, or do you all just want to get where you're going? I mean, is there anything, like, discerning about the tunnel that we should know other than what you've already described? Um, no, not really. It kind of looks like the same tunnel over and over and over again. It's kind of disconcerting. Does it have offshoots, or does it just keep going straight? Nope, just straight tunnel. Um, it gently curves in places, but as it curves you as you turn the bend you then see what looks like the same stretch of tunnel in front of you is it like it's forming for us like or is it has it always just been this way as far well roll me a nature check let's <laughs> let's put some rolls in this i was just gonna tell you but <laughs> okay oh okay first roll with my brand new cherry four corner games dice tray i'm so excited look at this beautiful masterpiece it's very good for those look of you that. who are only listening on the podcast go to twitter at four corner games and look at their cherry dice tray because it's beautiful and you should buy one so first dice roll and it's a and it's a one <laughs> and it's a critical failure no it's a 15 plus Where's the pretty good roll? Respectful. Plus two, so 17. Okay. Initially, when you got down here, it seemed like this had already always been here like this, like this was a like an escape hatch. But as you continue along the length of the tunnel, you are realizing, Scar, that there are like little micro noises that you hear, like roots 
burrowing through dirt in like imagine like a time lapse yeah. type situation. It's like, like it's it, forming for us. Like Goblinith is almost controlling it, or or it's like bound to him, and like it's opening for him where he wants to go, or something. Um, he's not really doing anything, but you don't know of any other way that you would describe it other than how you just described it. Because so he cool. is in the lead. Okay, so cool. can I ask Gonolith, what can we expect on the other side? Where are we going to come out of this tunnel? Are you asking that as Saf, or is that your character voice, Nova? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I ask. I like how I ask that when I literally have forgotten what Gonolith's character voice is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's changed every episode since he's been in. I think he's just like a super chill old... Super chill silver fox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Are any of you a faint of heart? No. No. I'll ask first. <laughs> We've been okay, through some shit. <laughs> nope. I melted so... an entire man. <laughs> oh, okay, well then... I didn't actually say see... that. <laughs> oh my god. Drew didn't... That was Emily making a joke. God damn it. Uh, okay, well. <laughs> Drew, see, this is why we need character voices. This is true. Drew's right. character voice and Emily's character voice are the same. You're right, you're right. She is me. I am sorry. This is why we're doing new characters for season three. <laughs> I've decided. It's this and this alone. This is the reason. So, Gunnelet goes into what you can expect to see on the <laughs> other side. So, he's saying, um, so we'll be close to the border between the Circle of All and Gizmoboro. If the reports that I've heard are true, then... One of the bridges has been destroyed to Gizmoboro. Fortunately, on the northern uh, banks of the Circle of All, there are two bridges, so we just need to uh, investigate, and it, 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 it may be... It, well, considering everything that's happened in the last few days, I would assume that this is the work of Kelvin. That's a pretty safe assumption. Uh, so there may be a, a good amount of carnage to be warned. These the, the the bridges are large, and to demolish a bridge with the guardians upon them would be a monumental task. The guardians? Those that guard the bridges. Oh, I was like confused for a second. Uh, you know that uh, between the, all of the bridges between boroughs, there are representatives of each borough. Some of them are the ranks of the mantles. Some of them are just volunteers, depending on where you are, that would protect the bridge. You know, at one time it was something that was neat, was necessary, especially in times when there was war between the boroughs. But in in these times, it's more a formality than anything else. I think I asked this question when we did season 1.5 with Tora being from there. But do does the Circle of All have mantles? They do not have mantles, so to speak. That's like what their guardians would be, I guess? Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. that's um, they, they'd call them their guardians. And so, in this instance, you can't really tell if he's talking about the guardians of the Circle of All or if he's just talking generic guardians of the bridge. Um, okay. You know, with the, the mantle and the volunteers and stuff. So he says that, uh, yeah, the, the the if the bridge is out there may be some some sites that you may not want to see. I feel like we've seen it all at this point. <laughs> so looking at the map, which bridge are we going to come out at? The left or the right one? You do not know. Uh, what would they call the then, like the north and the south one, or like that's weird. Uh, <laughs> um, they they probably call it the east and the west bridge. So there's there's five bridges that go in. There's the the one that goes the the fellows and circle of all bridge. There's two that go to Gizmoboro, and then there's two that go to Ilar's birth. Man, I didn't think about what the bridges were called. Why do you gotta give them, make me give them names? <laughs> Namegenerator.com Thanks, Emily. Nothing. Here, I'm gonna name those bridges right now. So the one to the east, so the, the tippy-top one, is going to be the Bridge of Blossoms. <laughs> I like it! <laughs> and the uh, western one will be the Rock Gear Crossing. The the northernmost one is the Bridge of Blossoms, the, the one closest to the Grouty Tower. Which one's broke? Um, so I got my reports from the Bridge of Blossoms. That was the one that I like! <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, is Drew making any sort of audible dismay of, of this or is this just Emily's yes. dismay? No, Drew is also like, oh no, not the Bridge of Blossoms. <laughs> I wanted to see oh, it. Worry, uh, don't don't worry about it. The, the the bridge, fortunately, this is the bridge that the Circle of All maintains. The Rock Gear Crossing is maintained by Gizmoboro. Um, and, and the Bridge of Blossoms will regrow. It's a natural bridge. Of course it will. I'm picturing those like adorable nature crossings that they started making for like animals and stuff over mm-hmm. like big busy roads. Like they're just like nature bridges for animals so they don't have to cross busy roads. Um, it is similar to that, but there is also a type of bridge that I'm thinking of. I believe it's in India where they grow them out of trees. That's cool. The, it's vines and roots that span the the, the expanse of the the river, uh, and it, it's massive. I mean, the uh, the scale that I've drawn on my map is wild. Um, I really need to nail it down. But anyway, it's easily a mile across. So how how long does it take us to get to this place? Um, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, we do need to talk about Drew, though. Drew, you are feeling something. Some type of way. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What kind of you way? You feel... Hungry? No, um, kind of. You feel hungry and sick to your stomach, but oh. also... 
that's my vibe every day. Thank you. Like you have you have a a fever almost, like you're hot. And, and the only prescription and- is more cowbell. <laughs> I was gonna say it. I was like, why would you just say that? Uh, you 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 have you feel hot, like you have a fever. Okay. But also, you feel kind of euphoric at the same time. It's an odd combination of feelings. Do I need to take my Goodberry powder? <laughs> Roll me a wisdom Ooh. check. I bet you it's because Gonolith mentioned that there could be carnage, and there's probably souls that she should be could be eating or something right now, or whatever it is that she does. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think that's what the shepherd wants me to do with the souls. <laughs> you want to eat these? <laughs> is that is that good for you? Is that good for you? You said wisdom, right? She, you said she yes. was hungry. That's what the image I got was that she's hungry for souls. Twelve wisdom. Um, you are, you don't feel well enough to really have your wits about you in this moment to really figure out what is causing this. You just you just know that you're feeling uneasy. Can I do a medicine check on myself? I am technically a cleric. Uh, (laughs) sure. Okay. Now I have they won't lie down that's stuck in my head. That's gonna be 24 medicine. Okay. I am a cleric. You you are a cleric. You felt kind of like this before. Um, it's an odd combination of the realization you had about the tree when you were walking up to it mixed with the feelings that you get when you are using the power of the shepherd. However, it's different in the fact that this feels to be outside of your body, but you're somehow connected to it. Yeah, I think Nicole is absolutely right. I think I sense the deadness. <laughs> Can't I, like... Can I sense dead people? Do I not have that? You have a grave domain cleric feature. Um, uh, okay, Haley Joel Osment. Like, <laughs> I can see dead people. So can I use that? <laughs> what? I, I don't remember what exactly it is. Do you oh, have it up? Oh, isn't it? Um, it's like Eyes of the Grave or something. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I think you used it at the very beginning when we were at the cat in the catacombs. On the skeletons, I did, and then Nathan was the like, "You sense no one dead." Nothing. Yeah. You don't know dead people. <laughs> no, Wait. that's specifically undead. Yeah, yeah, that's different. I think I said something like, "Using your working knowledge of what an undead would be like, but they aren't real." You use your working knowledge and theory to reach out, and it's inconclusive. Or something to that effect is what I said at the time. But this is this is different. Well, this is new. Uh, I didn't know your healing spells always heal for maximum on dying or stabilized targets. That's good to know. Just for like reasons. Just for like <laughs> Do you have any healing spells prepared there, champ? You can divine the lo- okay, yeah, it's undead. You can divine the location of undead within sixty feet in a clear path until the end of your next turn as an action. Turn undead. 
And then Path to the Grave sea rules. But I think that Path to the Grave is also undead. Yeah, so that wouldn't apply because no one's undead yet. Yet being an operative word. I don't know. Let's find out. Hey, Nathan, can I sense any undead? (laughs) No, you can't. (laughs) I as well. (laughs) I still got it. But you're telling me I just feel weird. You feel weird, uneasy, and like it's not wholly inside your body. It's partly out of it. I'm going to look back at everybody and be like, Ooh, guys, I feel weird. I feel fucked up. What's happening? What is this? Is that the good Barry talking, or is that Drew talking? <laughs> no, this is no, this is Drew. The, the good Barry is still in my pocket. It's safe and sound. Um, but I feel fucked up. There's something going on in this area because um, I don't know if it's I don't think it's me I'm pretty sure it's an out external force but I have a feeling something bad is going to happen uh, Gonoleth speaks up at this point and says mm-hmm. curious I've not known anyone outside the druids to be able to sense the spirits of the dead is that what I'm feeling that would make more sense I can explain no further to you. <laughs> How close it's, are we to the... I look at the thing on my hand like, ah, okay, okay, I feel it. Okay, it's the shepherd. He's talking. Tell me there's dead people. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. It's uncommon for those outside the druids to hold... He stops walking now to hold beliefs in spirits. Hmm. <laughs> And he continues walking. I was like, <laughs> Drew was like, <laughs> I thought this was a walk and talk, man. Uh, he stops for like, just like 10 seconds, tops, and then continues. We're close now. Okay. Okay. You've only been walking for like 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, and this is at the edge of the circle of all, which is, should be like a day and a half journey. I think is what I said last time, uh, or at least a day's journey. And you've only been walking for 15 minutes, and he says you're almost there, which is wild. Any other questions? Love the big tree, TM. <laughs> so this is like one of those airport situations where you get on the moving <laughs> escalator and it's taking you quicker than... Then you can normally walk. Walking. Yeah, if you just stand still, you're like at the same speed as walking. But if you walk, it's like double walking. It's one of those moving <laughs> sidewalks. Oh. It's just moving routes. That's all it is. I'm a mm-hmm. walker on those, by the way. I don't understand the standing. Yeah, I don't understand why people stand on that either. I gotta go. And then if you do stand on it, you have to stand over to the right so that people can pass you. Rules of the road still apply. Yeah, yeah, correct. I don't make the rules in America. Yeah, maybe in the UK they stand on the left side. That no, that is wholly true. Because when I was in the UK <laughs> and I was walking in like crowds, it was switched like the roads are. I swear to God, it's crazy. Like it's Shout it's out real. To UK. We love you. <laughs> um, I miss you. I want to see you soon. Uh, I feel like because Drew has said what she said and Gonolith has said what he said about 
bad things and carnage and stuff like that, that I am just fucking ready to like pounce on whatever is happening. Like I'm, I'm like on high alert right now. Do you like ready in action? Is Scar ready to smash? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then, then little burbs didn't do it for me. I need real combat. Okay. Uh, Gonald says that you're close. And then like a minute or two after he says that you reach, you can see, um, a light at the end of the tunnel. No, you see the, <laughs> the end of the this corridor that you've been walking for the last 15 to 20 minutes. And he puts his hand on the, the end of the corridor. And as he does, you see like a, a veil of vines, like entangled. And he pushes them aside. <laughs> and uh, you see in the moonlight in front of you, what once was the Bridge of Blossoms. No. And is now a broken Bridge of Blossoms. <laughs> you also see, in the moonlight, you see the forms of bodies all around. No. And you see stones and boulders that all around that look like they shouldn't be there. Uh, as you look over uh, the bridge, you can barely make out Gizmoboro on the other side, and you can hear the rushing water of the river below. Uh, the bridge truly does, or truly did, span a mile over this river, and you can see the river down below. You... It's about three to four hundred feet down. From where you are, the Bridge of Blossoms kind of goes over the bridge at a a high point between the Circle of All and Gizmoboro. And you... That is the scene that you are welcomed with. Is Drew going to do anything about all these dead bodies that are lying around? (laughs) I was like... Okay, so when I get into this area, do I feel like this is the source of my uneasiness? Oh, yeah. So you, as you were getting closer and closer, you were getting more and more uneasy. And then it was like, as you stepped out and you actually saw the bodies lying around, it was like a clear bell rang in your head and you felt it like in your chest and all of that uneasiness went away and you just felt what you can only describe as the spirits like all around you. Ooh. That sounds dope as hell. I'm I not know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should be like, ooh, spooky. But I'm like, ooh, spooky. <laughs> like, it's different. Um, but you can feel all of these spirits around. You don't feel sick anymore, but you feel the latent energy of these souls all around you. Cool. It, and your, I, I feel like your hand probably instinctively goes to your grimoire. Probably. I'm going to take out my big old scary book of spells. Um, uh, Roll me an insight, please, Drew. Okay. 17. (laughs) I was like, 14 plus 3, not 18. 17. Okay. Um, As your, your hand touches the grimoire, you remember, and you kind of sense it now as well, that uh, when Gonwak was talking about spirits, 
in the way that druids regard them, he might not take too kindly to you charging your grimoire in front of him. (laughs) So you might want to try and be sneaky about it. Or wait until he's gone. Okay. Um, I want to be sneaky about it. She's going to, like, step behind me and, like... (laughs) Yeah. Use me as, like, a a human shield. Well, a tiefling shield. Basically. Yes, that's exactly what happens. I'm going to, like, kind of, like, step until I'm kind of behind everybody. I'm going to use Scar as, like, a human shield and try to, like, open my book up. Uh, Okay, roll me stealth with advantage, please. Scar is large enough to grant you advantage. I was just going to say, like... I'm a, I'm a tank, so... Because <laughs> yeah, my first roll was a two. I'm a beefy babe. <laughs> my second roll is 15 plus two, 17. Okay. You're able to completely hide yourself from Gonalith yeah. and Asla, both. Oh, yeah, I don't want my girlfriend to know I'm a witch. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nah, crush. <laughs> not yet. True, crush. True. I don't want her to know I'm a witch yet. That's, um, a, that's like a second date thing. So <laughs> you open the book, your your soulbound grimoire, and as you open the book, you see streaks of light flying into it. Drew, cool. Um, it's the the same energy as most of your magics, where it's. Um, you know, purple and black, and it just rushes into your book. Like, so, so much of it that it's like, you feel like everyone can see this too, and that you're lit up like a neon sign. How many fucking dead people are there? This is not good. But looking around, no one else seems to notice the lights. Okay, reduce, reuse, recycle. Let's go. Okay. I'm good with that. Can she tell how many there were? Like, that's not good. Was this a lot of cart? Like, uh, that sounded like a lot of It gets to the point where the, the grimoire can only hold so much, and like the, the rest of the light just kind of. Pss, uh, like, um, you know, waves crashing over a half melted sand castle. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Can I roll, I guess, perception? You want to see if you can see it? Not, no, not, I don't want to, I don't know what's going on because she's behind me and I'm not, I'm fixated on the fact that there's a lot of dead bodies or from oh, what okay. I can, from what I can tell there's bodies because it's dark. We've but turned I want our to attention know, to the bodies at hand. I want to know if anything's moving or alive or if I can see what caused this. Okay. Um, so let's, you're I, rolling an investigation. Yeah, uh, is it investigation, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, let's investigate. I too would like to do this, except I would like to look for that plus any specific adversaries. Uh, that's a 19. Okay. Zap, what did you get? Seven. <laughs> All right, Zap. All right. Uh, are a little spooked. You're pretty sure that there are people in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> like that are you're feeling a little paranoid but you you look at some shadows and you realize no it's just my nerves are getting to me this is this is I mean a lot of 
a lot of carnage. Like, I'm trying not to be too graphic with it, so we don't have to put a disclaimer on this episode. Um... However, is it like in the uh, in Mulan that hard oh, left turn? Yeah, where they show up at the village where it just mm-hmm. yeah they're singing yep. a, they're singing a cute little marching song and then all of a sudden it's like we're fighting for and then it's like it, it's those exact it's that exact feeling and it's just the your heart drops in your your chest and you, you just it's it's bad it's bad. And then, oh, you know, God. in all of the other places of the Circle of All where everything's been like pristine and, you know, perfectly manicured, you know, but to the point that it, I mean, it's not manicured because it's nature. It's, you know, overgrown and lush and everything is perfect. It looks like there's, it looks like there's been a stampede that's run through here and there's, you know, boulders all over the place. Um, Scar, you realize that these boulders aren't naturally supposed to be here. You don't see any movement among the people that are around the bridge and the animals as well, because there are both uh, humanoid figures and animals here. Can I see what caused this? There's nothing around. If there was something here, it's not here anymore. Fuck. What does Gonolith say? He has gone off to where the bridge is broken. And he's overlooking the bridge. I'm going to follow him. Okay. Asla is there with them, and they're talking in hushed tones. As you come up, you hear Asla say, Well, if we want to figure out what happens here, we'll have to figure it out quick. The bridge will regrow rather quickly. Yes, you're right. We should. Ah, Scar, you're... It looks like we didn't get here in time. I'm sorry you had to see this. We brought you you all here for nothing. Um, I'm going to say, well, I mean, it wasn't for nothing. We needed to know. We needed to know what was going on. I'm sorry that this happened to you, to hear. It's not your fault. Is there any way to track what did this? He takes a deep breath and sighs. We'll have to look for any survivors, any first-hand witnesses that might be able to tell us what happened. Um, we should move quickly before the the circle reclaims those that were lost. What does that mean? Um, okay. I yeah, mean, it's like that. that whole, like, death is, is uh, like, a natural thing. That it's probably, like... You know, like when things deep. Like, I mean, I get that, but he says we have to move quickly. So, like, is this like a thing where like the vines or something come up and just like take everyone? <laughs> I uh, wouldn't doubt like that. devil's snare. Perception or a nature check, please, Drew. Okay. <laughs> things I'm very good at. Perception, yes. Nature, no. I'm gonna go with perception, and that's gonna be a dirty twenty. Okay, you see. Looking down at your feet that the where there is carnage and it looks like it's been stampeded, all the brushes been moved aside, the, you can see the plants growing back. And you can see the plants reclaiming the bodies, basically, that are here. What? Stop it. Can I... First of all, um, 
Can I fly 25 feet up and roll a perception to see if there's anyone or anything still moving? Uh, and does that get me an advantage because I'm up in the air? Well, it's dark. It depends on how high up in the air you're going. Well, it would be, I would say, 30 feet. What specifically are you looking for? Like humanoid shapes? Are you looking for just anything moving? Anything moving. Um, I'm particularly worried about Greg. Um, <laughs> uh, this maybe is, if there's... This isn't where Greg is. Oh, oh. that Greg. Sorry, the Falcon. Um, <laughs> that Greg. <laughs> there's another uh, Greg? He... It, Greg flies... Wouldn't have flown this way if he took the way that the um, the crow flies. He would have gone over a different <laughs> path. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm going to fly 35, 30 feet up in the air and percept. Okay, perceive. <laughs> uh, 17. And you're looking specifically for anything moving or anything that may give you... Um, might still be alive, basically. You do not see anything from your vantage point on this side of the circle. Or on this side of the bridge, I should say. Uh, but you do notice that on the other side of the bridge, being up a little higher, up above the mist that the, the river creates at this time of night, that it looks like there's some movement on the other side of the bridge. Can I fixate on that and move closer and find out what that's about? Uh, it's a mile away, so I'll let you know um, that. I'm not saying no, but I am saying it's a mile away. Okay. Should I roll another perception? Uh, well, how close are you trying to get? To where Gonolith and Asla are uh, at the foot of the bridge, I guess, oh. where it's broken. Well, that distance from where they are to Gizmoboro's side is a mile. So, I mean, if you try looking a mile out, like, in real life, you can't really see too, too much. It's true. I don't know. Um, I'm going to uh, descend to Gondolith and Asla and Scar, and I'm going to say, it looks like there's nothing moving anywhere around here. Yeah, I got the same vibe. Yeah, same. Ganelaf says, No, I'm afraid not. We were... We were too late. <sighs> Is there any way to tell what did, what did this? Like some kind of check or... Roll me... Like, I have a feeling that I... Like, I think I'm... I think it... Because the I know that the bolt from my investigation that the boulders weren't aren't supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that they've used Amo Gelt. Is that who? The Everflame Amo? Yeah, the... Um, the one that was in the Shade Pocket? The Corrupted one. Yeah. So, like, I have a feeling that that's possibly what did this, because they did have control over that. But, so what would I have to roll? Um, roll me... Roll me a history check. Because you've seen Amogel, and if you think that that... Uh, Scar would probably make that line of thought as well as 
you have. So roll me a history to see what you remember. 21. Okay. You recall Amogil in the shade pocket. Because it was so large, you feel like as close as you are to this carnage, you feel like you should be able to see it. Because, you know, it's basically bright white and it being so dark you feel like if it's around you should be able to see it it can't have gotten that far okay so um, that's not what did this and you don't recall Amogil attacking with boulders either is there anything I can glean from my role that I could tell what did like what could have caused this like because I'm a mantle I'm sure I'm familiar with a lot of like weaponry that like people would have in their arsenals like catapults or like some kind of yeah roll me roll me uh roll me uh <laughs> an investigation with advantage uh, because of your knowledge of siege weaponry does the trajectory match that of a catapult okay so advantage means i can take the higher roll right mm-hmm. okay so 16 and what did you say? What was the role? Investigation. Uh, 17, 18. Okay. You are looking at these boulders and you are fairly certain that they've come from siege weaponry of some sort. However, what's puzzling you is if the Bridge of Blossoms was made of living wood, basically. How could it have been demolished as completely as it has been? You're, you're, there, there's a disconnect. Like, yeah, this was siege weaponry, but how could siege weaponry, you know, reduce this bridge that's basically roots and branches and vines in the amount of time it took us to for Gondolet to get the reports and for us to get here? Basically, you know, because you know siege weaponry takes a long time. So you're confused. Huh. But you have gleaned that the boulders are from siege weaponry. Can I tell where they, that, if, like, where they came from? Uh, yeah. I'll say with that roll, you, you can tell that they came from, uh, the other side of Gizmoboro. Mm, and we can't see that far, right? I can't no, see a can't. mile. Is there, so can I... I'm sharing all of this, like I'm talking to, while you, like you were telling me, I was telling them yeah. um, all this stuff, and maybe like they can send a scout or something across the other side to see if they can see anybody over there or something. Well, we could. Asla, would you like to take a look? Are you 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 take an avian form, correct? It's not my favorite, but I'll do it. <laughs> and she stretches, and as she stretches, she turns into a crane. Oh. Um, Love that she also hates birds. <laughs> yeah. Um, she uh, stretches. She's now a, a, a crane. Of course she is. God, and she takes flight and goes across to the other side. Can I go with her, or would I not be able to keep up? You can, you can try and keep up. 
you could say I'll go too. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're, they don't suspect, you know, that you wish them ill intent. I mean, Gondola let you in his home. You think he'd be cool with it? I don't know if I want Safina flying that far away from us with this situation. I'm just saying, (laughs) I don't know if I want Safina flying that far away from us with us not knowing the situation. Like, we don't know. If you hold on too tightly, you're going to crush the relationship. (laughs) I'm just Um, saying her dad tried to tell her what to do, and now she's out here in the circle of all with a bunch of dead bodies. Doing what her grandfather would do. Um, uh, I'm going to also call my dad on his shell phone and be like, "Dad, what's going on in Gizmoboro? Do do you have any do you have any idea?" And didn't you already use your thing for this? Because the last message you sent was, "Did you send the bird?" And that uh, wasn't. Yeah, you have used your shell yeah. phone today. Mm. You only got a certain amount of minutes. You have to wait till after nine. It, it is after nine. But, um, so yeah, you can't use your shell phone to talk to your dad. Um, unfortunately. But you can fly over there with Asla if you'd like. Okay, I'd do so. I hate this. Uh, okay, so you are going and you see... Uh, the water down below, you see where the bridge has fallen into the water. Um, you can see bits of it kind of poking out, and it looks like it's been shredded apart. It looks like it's like a branch that sent through a wood chipper but didn't go through white, right? And so that's interesting. Um, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to think, but to me, it's interesting. <laughs> Asla is flying over. She's kind of taking a a wide berth around the where the bridge is. You imagine that she's doing that so that she can avoid any, you know, siege weaponry or anything like that that's over there. Uh, you get to the other side. You're at, you're in Gizmoboro now um, after a little bit of flying, and you you see no trebuchets, no catapults, no nothing, no ballistas. There is no siege weaponry. You see a lot of artificers looking like they're trying to escort people from the bridge to the uh, into you know inns and taverns on, immediately inside of Gizmoboro. It looks like it's people helping, uh, trying to get those that are injured away. Uh, okay, I'm going to um, fly up real quick to the closest person and ask. Hey, what happened here? What's going on? Uh, uh, it's a a dwarf woman, and she goes, "Oh, what? Wow! What, how? Where? Where did you? You came from the sky? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you're, you're not one of them, are you? You're not one of the the ones with the the giant creature, the one that attacked the archives. Why do you ask? It destroyed the bridge. What? It destroyed the bridge of blossoms. Where is it then? It just disappeared." It was hit one minute and then gone the next. Well, <gasps> what what did it what did it do exactly? It, just, it, it ripped the bridge down and started throwing boulders across into the circle of all. 
where did it did a sh- okay this is gonna sound really strange did a shade pocket open up what no there's no shade pocket forecast for gizmo butter for another week yet no, okay but no where did it, it just like popped into existence it, I'm, it it was here one minute and then it was gone the next and the bridge is gone i don't know how many people are harmed on the other side did you come from the circle that's confidential. Um, what? That's classified. Um, I don't, I'm I, just here to gauge the damage. I'm here to assess the damage to well, this side. The, well, I mean, here's the damage. There are, there, there's got to be hundreds dead. It's horrible. There were people on that bridge. And now they're down in the river. We're doing the best we can to help the people here, but that that... That monstrosity took down the whole bridge like it was nothing. Aren't you asking what it looked like? God. Cause You're not it's there, the ammo. Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, Nathan clearly said earlier that it was like bright and white and stuff like that. So like. She said it, it was like the monstrosity that took out the archives. Probably an unrelated incident. I say that in character. Um, <laughs> but what did this one look like? It, it was big and made of stone. Uh, it, it was had to have been 150 feet tall. Okay, did you get a look at its face? <laughs> the face? I wasn't worried about the face. I was just worried about this bridge coming down. I was trying to get people over here. I got, you know, uh, 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 there's merchants and uh, the the druids that are come across into Gizmoboro, and the, I, I'm, I'm just trying to usher people into the inn. I wasn't getting a look at its face. But were there lights? Where, where are the local mantles? The Gizmoboro mantles? They're, they're, yeah. they're here helping. They're, they're all around. And you see a few copper mantles kind of mulling about not a not a whole lot and they're not mulling they're they're helping they're actively helping they're um, not like um enforcing like martial law amongst these people no it doesn't seem so it, it seems like this is well i mean i'm not going to tell you that what i was <laughs> going to tell you <laughs> he said i'm not going to tell you asking about life you haven't rolled any die Okay, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to do several things here. I'm going to do a an insight on the pandemonium. Okay. And a perception on if there's any trace of where the ammo went. Or would that be investigation? Uh, that'd be investigation yeah investigation you're actively looking for a specific thing I think perception's just like let me take in the area okay so my investigation then is a 23 and my insight is a 10 Okay, your insight into the pandemonium. So you're you're talking like, are these people truly, uh, like, uh, are they are they really 
upset by this, or are they just acting? Is that what you mean by insight on the pandemonium? Or are um, you talking like... I'm trying to see, like, if they're... If the mantles are organizing in such a way where it looks like they're trying to take control of not the situation in like a, a bad terminology, but like take control of the situation, like declare martial law. Okay. Um, so the mantles look like they're basically organizing the people and helping direct people, you know, in what to do. They've had the training in, you know, this disaster recovery and disaster relief. So they, people are going up to them and asking what to do. And the mantles are, saying what needs to happen. So it doesn't seem to be any like they're trying to keep people away or anything like that. They're just trying to help. Okay. Um, as for the investigation, you hear this woman's story and you, I imagine you're flying down into the, uh, by where the river is to see what's going on. Uh, for your after investigation. I... After I talk to the woman, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so you go down into the river. You don't see any trace of where an Ama would have been. Can I roll an Arcana to see if there's any magic about? God, I was waiting for that. I'm uh, just yes. literally okay. sitting over here frustrated as fuck that I'm not the one that's able to ask these questions. Hey, you got look, some good berry, Nicole? Go. I got some powder. <laughs> it's a 21. A 21 for any sort of leftover energies. Yeah, and if I could pinpoint it, maybe. You're getting some weird vibes from one section of the where the bridge was. Um, you're getting some latent illusion magic. You're picking it up. Uh, Andy notices it too. And they say, hmm, that's, that's weird. This shouldn't be here. Uh, I go over to the source and I like, is it where the bridge is broken? No, it looks, um, let me make a reconstruction. Uh, Andy in your visor makes a, where the bridge would be based on her maps and everything. And they say that, uh, mapping latent energies. And it kind of like, looks like a 3D printer going. And like Breath of the Wild too. Hey, dun, 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 you know, like that. Um, and you see that where the latent energy is, there is a form of an ammo. Um, okay, I'm going to have Andy store that information. File saved. And um, <laughs> is there any way that I can screen capture? Is there any way that I can rotate it and maybe like roll a history to see if I can remember if this is Amo Gelt? Uh, yeah, roll a history for me. Yeah, you can you can roll it all around. You got a okay. completely three D view of it. Okay. I have a theory. 
Uh, that's uh, an 11. Okay. Well, that's fine. You don't need a very high roll for it. It's Amoferic. Hate that. Hate that. Hate it. I don't like that. Um. Shit. How? I'm just going to throw my theory out there just so everyone hears it. I think that they used a shade, the sh- like their, because we know that they, from what Torah and Maxine and Pax have told us um, about their time with the Order of Alteration, and we know that Saloran runs it or whatever, that they have access to those Shade Ripper things. I think maybe they figured out a way to rip shades bigger. And they, I mean, I, I, I don't know say how she said but, she didn't see a shade pocket. She just saw the, she just saw the envelope appear. So I think you're on the right track. I, I yeah. do, I think, because he, Nathan also said that there was illusion magic. So uh, what I'm thinking, what? Uh, I was just going to clarify some stuff, but. Clarify away, my please friend. Please do. Um, so <laughs> as far, uh, so there, there's been a lot of time between like real lifetime between the shade pocket episodes um, where you saw Amogelt and the shade ripper episodes from season 1.5. So uh, the differences between shade pockets and all of that and the shade rippers, the shade ripper, it looks like a physical, like I am tearing into the fabric of the shade itself and I'm slipping between the material plane and into the shade. Right. The shade pockets themselves don't look like that when they occur. They just look like it just looks like a dark spot in in the sky. It kind of feels more like a really bad thunderstorm than it does a a shade ripper. Uh, yeah, and I'm saying that because uh, because we know that the shade rippers exist, mm-hmm. and because this thing seems to have popped up out of nowhere, and we know that it's kind of like mm-hmm. that with the shade rippers that you're able to just go in and out. Like, and you could barely see it. Like, it's such a thin veil. Right. That yeah, so, it could have yeah. easily been missed by someone's eyes because it was dark out. Yeah, so that and was the clarification. Or, yeah. So my question is, why the illusion magic? What was being illusion? Yes, someone... My theory is that someone was trying to make it look like Amalfaric had returned and... That was our next thing, was maybe the like, illusion of... the illusion of Amalfaric. Because that's how they used... They used the Amalfaric incident in the archives to stir up all of this, mm. like... You know, I... Like, this is why we need the triumvirate, because look what happened in the archives. Which and is then, why she asked me if I had anything to do with the archives, mm-hmm. or if this was the same situation with the mm-hmm, archives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think they use the illusion magic to make it look like Amalfaric so that the story of the archives would be more believable and they could get more burrows under their control. You're right. Okay, at this point, I've flown back to um, (laughs) Scar and Drew, and we've had this conversation um, (laughs) uh, where I divulge the information that I've just discovered and... Scar and Drew make their assessments as well. And we bring it to Gonolith. 
Man, if they can shade rip a whole fucking ammo, we're fucked. That's <laughs> all I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't think they shade ripped, though. I think they just, like, powerful magic just made the illusion of an ammo and destroyed the bridge. No, I think that they shade ripped into... I think that the Amo shade ripped to where he needed to where it needed to be and destroyed it and they used the illusion magic to make it look like it was Amo Farrick and then shade ripped the fuck out like it wasn't like they they can't just make the illusion of all these dead bodies that's not the illusion the illusion was no, that it looked like that's Farrick. not what they're saying I, I get what they're trying to say and that's that was my first thought too because Nathan also said unless you want to clarify something else Nathan also said that the the boulders that you saw, because you could see the boulders, you have knowledge of, of artillery things, that you know that those are are from, like, artillery weapons. You don't see any, but those are from artillery weapons. The person that um, Saf talked to said that the, uh, the Amo was throwing the boulders at the people or at the bridge. So what I'm thinking is they ripped a hole or they ripped, did the shade rip, um, cast a, an illusion of Amo Farrick throwing the stones, but it was actually artillery weapons throwing the stones. Ooh. They sealed it back up. Goodbye, Amo Farrick. And so it's like he's coming and they're using him as the face while they're doing the destroying. I'm gotcha. Just, that's what I, agree I was with thinking. That. Uh, so you, you've all had this conversation and I imagine all parts of that conversation with all of the <laughs> theories and everything. Um, and Gonoleth is standing there. He doesn't look like he's doing well. It looks like he's kind of leaning on his staff a little more. Uh, and Asla has come back as well. And, uh, she's, she's human again. Human again. We'll be human again. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't. I love. And at this point, while you all are talking, right as you're getting towards the end, Gunnelop actually falls to his knees. And Drew, you feel a tingling. In a good way? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it's not a good way. Okay. Do I need to roll to figure out what I'm feeling? Uh, no, because a lot of things happen at the same time. So Gunnelith has kind of collapsed. He's fallen down. Drew is feeling these feelings. And you all simultaneously hear a wild fucking sound. It sounds like... um, I don't know if any of your characters have heard this, but it sounds like... uh a rock slide happening and you can feel the ground starting to shake, but it, it's not close. And Gonolith says, I think that, I think the same thing is happening over at the other bridge. Oh no. At the rock you're crossing. We have to go now. How far is it? Oh my God. Can we get there faster? It's pretty far. Can you guys fly? Let him get involved, but, like, can you just go see what it looks like? Like, Saf, can you pinky fucking promise me that you will not get involved and Don't fly over there? Don't send her there! Listen to, we need someone to perceive! <laughs> um, <laughs> if we run... I... 
Yeah, I zoom over there. Okay. As quick as I can. Goes, I, I make her pinky promise me that was not a joke. I won't get involved. I won't get involved. Let me go. Let me go. Looking only. Don't touch. We look with our <laughs> eyes, not with our blasters. How far okay. away is this place? It's 10 to 15 miles away. But flying, flying's quick, right? Uh, also, you can see from a distance. Um, so the, the sun's starting to come up now. Dawn is breaking, uh, and you and Asla, Asla wild ships back into her crane form, and um, you all fly to the southwest to get to the rock gear crossing. Who is and, you all? Because not all of us can fly. Saf <laughs> uh, and Asla. And how do we get there? And you don't. Can That's just Saf uh, and Asla. You don't. Um, quick thing. Before, uh, during that pinky promise, can I say that I cast Guidance on Saf? Um, yes. You touch one willing creature. Once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Uh, it can roll the die before or after making the ability a check. You yes. said a d4? Yeah, you can add a d4 to your roll. A d4. It's not much, but it's all I got. How, how can we get there? You you wouldn't be able to not in time to see what's happening. We'd, we'd like run, so like we'd show up later. But like she just needs to go see what's happening because none of us saw it. So what I well, what I'm asking is while they're flying, how are we going to be going there? And is there also another like fucking tunnel that can get us there faster? The, well, Gonolith isn't feeling well. No one's checked on him. No no one's seen if he needs any juice or anything. Um. Okay, I'm the cleric. <laughs> I'm gonna go over. Like, can we? Like, can we go? Like, do I? I'm gonna ask him. Like, you doing all right? Do you need anything? I am technically a doctor. Roll me a Constitution check, please, Drew. Um, I'm also gonna say that I cast haste. Eighteen. Okay, Sonic Boomin. All right, you feel this tingling getting worse but you're able to hold off the feelings of wooziness and you, you bring yourself, you collect yourself and you're like, I'm technically a doctor. <laughs> technically a doctor. Um, so you can, you can do a medicine or something. Like Is she tingling because he's dying or something? Like, I don't like this. Uh, my medicine is... So 15 plus 7. Okay, you... 22. Yeah, you place your hand on Gonolith's shoulder, and as you do, you can tell he's not dying. Um, you, you've got that that much figured out. But you... It, there's a, a weird thing that happens when you physically touch him. Like, it's an understanding type moment where it was similar, like, with the tree. Mm. And a lot of puzzle pieces are starting to come together in your grave domain, necromantic cleric mind about the nature of everything. This is all one living thing kind of situation? Yeah. uh, You realize that he collapsed and you tingle like this because he's feeling the effects of people close to him coming into harm. And you're feeling it because you're feeling... I'm an empath. <laughs> yeah, you're just an empath, yeah. Um, no, you feel 
you're, you're starting to recognize it now more mm-hmm. being so close to such a huge amount of death. This is kind of like the calm before the storm, that tingling. So you okay. interpret that as souls are about to be released. Ah, fuck. Neat. Uh, I was, <laughs> I don't know, oh, man. <laughs> Shit. Um... Do we, like, but I don't have any like normal. Gallup is is he's physically spells. okay. He's just in he's semi incapacitated because of his connection with nature and those around him. How big is he? He's an elf, so he's not super tall, like five feet. You could pick right. him up. I was just gonna say that I'm gonna pick him up. Let's go. Just scoop. Do I have to make it's a strength check or something? No, he's. He's an old man. He's not heavy. Elves right. just aren't heavy in general. I fucking just fireman toss him over my shoulder, like let's maybe go. a little more gently. He yeah, is no, the console. Obviously, <laughs> and you are wearing dragon scale armor. Ah, fuck. All right, so I cradle him gently without hurting him, and we go. Okay, cool. So you all are leaving. He's physically fine. He's just going through a lot right now. Feel in some type of way. Saf, flashback over you. You cast haste and you have guidance on. And I'm dashing. If I could dash, fly. I was going to say, how well, does that you, You're just going really fast. We're not in initiative order or anything. Should uh, go so real you're, fast? you're zooming. You, you do that thing that, you know, in all the superhero movies with anyone who has a flight suit where you hit a sonic boom and you're going. You get over to the rock gear crossing um you you can see it pretty quickly it's only like a few minutes not not even um maybe a minute before you can actually see it and you see that the rock gear crossing is a lot lower it's a lot closer to the river and you can see what looks like amopheric just pummeling this bridge and it's just crumbling into pieces. And you can you imagine that this is what that sound was. As all of these rocks are falling, these pillars are coming down. It's all coming down right into the river. It's making like a makeshift dam right there, here where it is. And then he's gone. Can she perceive? Can, I, can, can she I perceive? <laughs> We're all too invested. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, as soon as I see that it's Amal Ferrick, can I try and make a mental connection? That's not where I would have gone with that. I'll say that as you are, as you get close enough, you can see that he's, something is happening, but you feel like you're in range because you were farther away in the archives when you were able to ping him. So yeah, you reach out mentally to contact Amal Ferrick. And you don't feel him. I was gonna say I don't know why you're doing that. We know it's not Amopharic. You you don't you don't feel Amopharic, and then it vanishes. What do you see though? Like do you see a shade rip? Do you I see? I gave you a four. <laughs> I gave like, you a D4 for a reason. I'm like ah. Yeah, so I'm gonna roll to see <laughs> if I see that. <laughs> what do you see? Roll like, me a perception or an Arcana. I'm stressed. I'm not used to not being able to be, like, in control of a That's situation. That's a 21. Uh, for what? Perception or Arcana? 
Arcana. Okay. Uh, as the it, what you're calling Amoferic disappears, you and Andy come to the same conclusion at the same time. This is the same energy signature, the same illusion magic is dissipating. It is made to look like he is exiting through a shade rip. Hmm. And that's where we're going to end this week's episode. Ah, hate wow. that. Thank you all so much no. for tuning in for the Legends of Land More podcast. I had a great time DMing. I hope that my players had a great time playing, and I hope that you, listeners, had a great time listening. At the end of every episode, I name a lol and a legend. And the lol this week is going to be... I think the lull this week is going to be me because I think you all did a really good job today, and I don't think that uh, you all had any lull-worthy moments. I mean, there was I funny feel stuff like the lull can be someone who made the funniest joke. I feel like that's funny. Like that's part Man, of it. I like who's the class clown? That's why. That's what it was. That was what it was last time when it was me. That was the lull because I did yeah. something. I said something. Yeah ridiculous or whatever, but don't remember jokes a lot of the time. And this wasn't really a joke heavy episode. It was a little heavy. I'm funny. You are funny. Then gimme it. <laughs> um yeah, if Drew if Drew, if you want to be the lull this week, that is perfectly fine. If you if someone wants the mantle, I'll I'll take arguments. Um <laughs> Okay fine, gimme it. Yeah, you got <laughs> That's it. That's how yours. we're doing this. You can't remember my funny jokes. Sounds like a you problem. The legend this week, I I'm torn between all three of you. (laughs) I think it's gonna have to be Saf for getting over to the other bridge quickly enough and having the, the wherewithal to just get up and go. Like immediately. Mm hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, it's going to have to be Saf for getting up and going to the, uh, the other, the other bridge. That's fair. I mean, it doesn't hurt that she's got this fucking super flight suit. Like, that's... It's <laughs> helpful. Yes, it is helpful. So yeah, thank you all so much for, 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 for tuning in to the, the Legends of Landmore episode eight. Um, if you want to reach out to us on social media, you can do that somewhere, right, Nicole? You can. You can go on Twitter to at Lanamore Pot and uh, check out all the dope stuff that we post over there about our episodes and memes and fun stuff. Uh, if you want to talk to me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at underscore Nova Gamer. I'm at Neurotic Good. You can find me at underscore Squid Toaster. We also have a website novistudio.io ton of cool stuff up there like an about section where you can get to know us our uh, seasonal champions you can find all of the content that we create through Novi Studios up there like our different streams on Twitch and all that stuff my favorite thing that's on our website is our merch store our merch store we have so many cool things we have mugs so many mugs we have got shirts. We have got pants. We have got. Do we have fanny packs yet? We don't have fanny packs yet. Okay. <laughs> Soon to have fanny packs. 
We have. I want a Legends of Lamore <laughs> fanny pack. We've got Maybe. cropped uh, hoodies. We have regular hoodies. Um, depending on how much belly you want to show, we got you. Um, if you want to head on over to our merch store, we also um, have the Pact of the Shepherd, if you want to be better versed on that than I am. Um, and you can listen to the prequel campaign, which is set in tour. If you listen to our podcast, you know what that is. Um, and you can hear exactly what went down between Kelvin and Dr. Milo. We'd love if you could leave us a quick review on your podcasting platform of choice as well. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned. Also, watch uh, the Twitter. Uh, we have some announcements coming up soon. This episode releases on... Shoot, I just had my calendar up. This episode releases on uh, May 25th, which means that we're very close to June and the launch of our newest offering through Novi Studios, which is the talk show. Let's talk about it. <gasps> Yay! So, uh, keep you keep keep... Keep your dial tuned to Novi Studios Twitter. That's how radios work. And uh, <laughs> that, that show is going to be coming out soon. Also, be sure to check out every other week that we are not on our sibling podcast, City and Snow. It's ramping up. It's happening. Go listen to it over on your, your podcast of choice, City in Snow, or at Twitter, at City in Snow. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And don't forget, we... Let's be legends. Let's be legends. Thank you. Let's be legends. <laughs> Let's be legends. We're so bad at this. <laughs>